email us, please. I'm begging you. Even um, just to say hi. Or just to say fuck you. Like Yeah, if, or say fuck you. That works. Yeah, too. If you yep. want to tell me specifically to go fuck myself, write an email. I'm writing Ooh, an email. Okay. Just wait. on this podcast we sit here with our dicks out right tiffany doesn't wear pants i have a dick um pixar mm-hmm. didn't happen all right <laughs> okay yeah. uh, welcome to no <laughs> refunds my name is dwight and joining me this week is wait is that, is that enough yes uh no yeah. it's, a, it's yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. how many is that yeah 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 if you guys think I haven't started the podcast, you're yeah, sorely yeah, wrong because yeah, I literally yeah. just started okay. it. I got it's enough. All I, want. I don't. All I want. <laughs> We're now a music podcast. I need to do 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 you ragging him. Do it everything. Everything I can. Wait, what are we singing? So, so fuck my co-hosts. They're not going to introduce themselves. I've been playing Tony Hawk. My name's Dwight, and I've been playing a lot of Tony. I already started the podcast. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, I did. That wasn't a real beginning. Yes, it was. It absolutely was the beginning of this podcast. I am not going back. We have started. Fuck okay. You. Uh, so five, nope. four, three, two, one. Hello I... and welcome to No Refunds. My name is Alex, and joining me this week is Tiffany. And we started it a little while ago. My name is no, Dwight. Shut, <laughs> shut your whore mouth. I'm very punchy tonight. I am. I am. I'm in a oh, mood. Great. I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I, I had a, okay, this is going to sound so stupid and like bitchy, but like I when I had to go into work for the last two days. And so I'm like really tired and I, uh, I'm just going to complain about it, but not really no, because fine. I'm very happy I'm to have a job, but I'm into complaining about shit. I'm like, aware it's a garbage like, fire. That's my personality. Like my entire personality is complaining about shit. Wait. What's up? Oh, oh no, <laughs> Tiffany. No, Tiffany. Tiffany, she she can't hear you. She can hear me though. Tiffany, I think she's trying to find her way back. Do you need me to send you the link again? <laughs> that was funnier when I didn't close out of my email and had to find it. <laughs> it was. It's, it was <laughs> it's funny. Like I've done that before in Discord, where it's just like, "Well, fuck me. I guess I'm gonna leave," and I leave, and then it's just like, "Oh shit! It's not letting me back in. This <laughs> joke isn't funny." Now if they're I gonna think I'm serious. Back immediately. And and on Zoom, it doesn't super work because it just like you leave, and there's no like doing or like any. At least I don't have any exit sounds turned on. Maybe there are. Yeah. But like, I, it was I just didn't like have an audio cue for it. <laughs> it I was, was just and, like, <laughs> and Dwight, you had left, so I was the host. Yeah, so, that so, was so you more. had to reassign it to me before you left. I assume. Yeah, so it didn't read. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. uh, <sighs> I was panicking a little bit. I had 
well, okay, because she didn't come in immediately, I was like, I think we're good. Um, mm. Yeah. But. Uh, so what have you guys been up to? <laughs> podcast. I've so this playing. is the first time you've asked that question that I think the answer is absolutely yes. Okay. This is the podcast. Ever since I said the very first hello and welcome to No Refunds, as far as I'm concerned, we are into the episode. So we have been going absolutely. for like five minutes at this point and this yes is an episode yes i hope this you're is gonna podcast. edit this one i will edit this one that you, you know how i'm gonna edit this right here i've All already right. done it nothing needs to be done i'm very happy with this my name is dwight and i've been playing <laughs> tony hawk for um, about a week tony hawk pro skater one and two remaster is it one and two or one plus two so really three well, i mean the plus sign i think reads as an and but I can see why you would say one plus two. Because I'm But being then annoying. why not just call it three? I wish that this game included three. Like I seriously do. Um, well, I I was reading online. So just for our viewer, the sake of our view- viewers, listeners, um, this is a remaster, a, like a a literal remake. They, it's they it's basically come... a ground up remake. I think they right, took ground up remake. I think they took the source code and reused it, but they did, but they rewrote it, like right. re-implemented it's, the physics engine and everything like it's that. It's a it's a remake of Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two bundled together in one nice little forty dollar package, um, which was the biggest are, surprise for me. I was very happy. Which about are that. great games from our youth. Mm-hmm. I I remember playing both games on my N six four as a kid. And um, I haven't gotten the game, but I watched you play it, and it really made me want to get it. So I, I have played I'm, it a whole bunch. Um, yeah. I have beaten all of the parks. I've gotten all the skates. I've gotten all the stats, and now I've kind of started going through it with some of the uh, with the professional skaters because I did that yep. with the creative skater. And the so I only my Tony Hawk experience was one and three. So I never really played two at all. Uh, I think I played a demo of it at like a mall once, but um, this. So I'm really I'm. It was fun learning the the two stages, but the uh, the faithfulness to the recreation of the first game is so one to one. It yep. just it just feels like you know it always was to us because I yep. went back and I watched some footage of the original couple games and it is a garbage like it looks so bad like the draw distance is like a foot like you can barely see what's coming in front of you and this is like everything is like crystal clear it it the most important thing for me with this though is it behaves the way it, i feel like it should so literally all my years of muscle memory have transfer uh transferred forward which has yep. been fantastic what is uh, so did you play the originals on n64 as well I only played one on N64. I played three okay. on GameCube. Right. So how does it transfer from um, using the C buttons and stuff to uh, using a PS4 controller? I feel like it, it would tr- it would transfer well, but like, what yeah, about it's, it's... In- the implementation of like the A and B? Like, So I don't 100% remember. I believe A was uh jump jump like ollieing and b yeah, was i don't what was b the c stick was, was the was, tricks right c stick was tr- tr- tricks well yeah. c buttons c buttons on the n64 uh a was ollie and i think b was like switch grip or 
Uh, oh, like like turn yourself around. Yeah, or, turn yourself around. Because I, if I'm not mistaken, Tony Hawk One didn't have like reverts or manuals. Um, right. Maybe it had a revert, but uh, so it didn't have like ways to like link tricks together really well. But that was introduced in two. So I don't know how they implemented that stuff in two. But um, it was it just feel it feels really normal and natural. Mostly, be, I think because I played a lot of three, um, and mm-hmm. so that was you had the C stick to actually control the camera, and it just right. feels you know. It feels amazing, uh, and it looks beautiful. Nice. It's uh, I cannot recommend it enough. Um, the soundtrack is phenomenal, uh, which isn't overly shocking because uh, that was kind right. of always like the draw with these games, or one of the draws with these games. But it's just fun, and I just wanted to to give a little shout out to Tony Hawk. I I liked watching you make your create a skater on stream because obviously, like you spent so much time trying to figure out how to make your entire sweatshirt green. And I was just like, yes, this makes sense. This is Dwight. Dwight, I mean, oh, the only color he understands is green. It's true. It is my number one favorite color. And uh, I think I did a pretty good job. I uh, I think it matched me pretty well. Yeah. Your oh, creative I, skater looked just like you. I was like, yeah, that's perfect. Tiffany can maybe attest to this, but uh, it's very easy for me to create myself in <laughs> creator mode. <laughs> oh man i'm not recording the zoom uh that would have been funny that was that was a great visual visual gag that was an amazing visual gag i'm sorry to anybody that's listening um tiffany how how often am i able to recreate myself damn near one-to-one and things like that it is so fucking infuriating because i like, I go to do those things, and I cannot make something that looks like me ever. Yeah. And every fucking game thing, I have my mom sending me stuff like, oh, this looks like Dwight. Dwight <laughs> either is, like, the most generic-looking person in the world, or he's the most unique. And I haven't figured out what it is, but it annoys the shit out of me. I just right. want something that looks like me. And he can do it just like, oh, look at this. I got glasses, a beard, and green. Cool, I'm done. Dwight Fuck is you. generic NPC number one. I'll take it. I, I remember there was one point where, like, um, I was in. This is gonna sound. This is such a strange tangential story. Um, so I was in Florida with my family, and we were staying at, I believe it was called like the Best Western Suites or whatever. And it eventually became this like Nickelodeon high end, not even high end, but this Nickelodeon like themed. Um, resort but we were there before that and the draw of this place was they had Super Nintendos in your room and so I could bring my Super Nintendo games and play them while we were hanging out uh, in between (laughs) it's a funny face Um, and I ended up like borrowing a game from because they had like games that you could borrow and I ended up borrowing like a basketball game and the basketball game had like a create a basketball player mode and there was this one picture of this person with like really big goofy glasses like and like this weird smile on their face and it was clearly like looking back at it now it was clearly supposed to be like a a mocking nerd face but i remember seeing it being like that looks just like me and like calling my parents over so excited to be like look it looks like just like i'm in the game and i remember my dad being like no it doesn't (laughs) he was like so embarrassed that that was my mental image of myself generic nerd kid and you're excited because it looks like you (laughs) apparently i have always thought myself as a nerd but oh man, create a skater or create a character modes in games. They're my favorite. Yeah, I've I've always spent way too much time creating my characters 
in those kinds of games. It's just like, there's so many options. I guess I'm going to spend the first hour of gameplay trying to figure out how to make this either look like me or look as ridiculous as possible. And usually those things aren't too far separated from each other. Womp womp. I I do... I know this is like one of those like stereotypical things that people say, but I love that you spend like four hours creating a character and then you never look at it again because like the game's first person or something like that. Like those right. types of situations are always very silly to me. Yeah. Is everything tra- okay? No, she's trying oh, to yeah, be, she's trying sorry. to be a cat whisperer. I knew that's what I was Sorry. No, he was clawing at the side of me and then um, I was like, what the fuck? And he just wanted to jump. He wanted to say hello. I assume, Hi, Spencer. I assume that would it's- hurt a lot because you're not wearing pants. Uh, yeah, that's why I really noticed it because I was like, "Ow, Miss Spencer's uh, here, guys. Say hello." Yeah. He doesn't I, want to. I definitely am interested in getting THPS one plus two. Yeah, my uh, so my only real issue with it right now is the online multiplayer stuff. Um, it's pretty obtuse, and uh, like you can't like pick a mode that you want to go into. It's like I've only done the free the um I haven't done the ranked stuff. So I don't know. I can't speak to how that one works, but I've done like casual and it just like Mm -hmm. throws you into a lobby with like eight other people. And then you play like one random game out of like six or whatever. It's like high score, high combo, uh, whoever lands the the trick with the highest point value or whoever hits a certain score and first, whoever hits the highest score in a set amount of time and graffiti, which is probably my favorite. Um, yeah, of those. graffiti's amazing. The thing that's not on there, and because you, I think it's because they're all big pool multiplayer games, but they don't have horse on uh, oh. online. It, horse is like only local multiplayer, and horse is for not. <gasps> is he is he scratching you to death? Um, and horse is one of the best fucking Tony Hawk modes ever. It's so good. Agree. And yeah, I hope that's... they implement that later. I remember playing. Are you okay, Tiffany? Uh, so. I know you're talking about Tony Hawk, but side note, the other day I showed Spencer a game on my iPad where like he can like play with the mice. Yep. And I was just full disclosure, I was pl- oh, you can't see it. I was playing two dots on my phone while you guys were talking about Tony that's, Hawk cuz it's irrelevant fine. to me. Yeah. And he saw the things moving and went to attack my phone because Ooh. now he knows he knows what screens are. He's like a baby. I've shown him screens and now there's no I can't have screens to myself anymore. You've, ruined You've trained them. him. I I remember playing T- Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 specifically multiplayer with my brother and doing a lot of horse and graffiti and having a blast doing that sort of stuff. So I can't imagine how much fun it would be online, but it sounds like horse doesn't exist online. It doesn't, at least not yet. I hope they implement it. One of the fun things about it that they had, at least in the third game, I don't know if they had it in the second. I'm pretty sure they didn't in the first, is the, uh, the park creator mode. Uh, yep. That's something that I, I dipped into to be like, oh, what what do they got? And I got lost in it for like two hours. Like just like yeah. dicking around with stuff and like trying out all the, all the combos and whatnot. They have this new, th- I don't know if it's new. Uh, they have this mode or this uh, option in it where you put down like, a rail or a ramp and you can put different vertices on it and you can like yep. alter where they are. I don't know if that was in one of the older ones, but you can make like wicked long um, curvy, curvy ramps and rails and you can do whatever you want with it. It's really open and really free form. And so I'm really looking forward to what, what people make 
one of the um creator ones that came with it or one of the uh, dev created ones that came with it was um it's like called like the roller coaster which is just a bunch of short rails that once you get on it and hit grind if you hold grind it like auto takes you up this giant roller coaster style thing and That's it's awesome. really cool it's really fun um so can you download other people's parks from park creator yep, and can, like play yep if, if it's been uploaded you can download it it's uh they're everywhere what is going on and she was yelling uh, at me about not no no sorry. the he's... cat is attacking her phone he's attacking my screen i see it this is why we can't have nice things this is why i can't have nice things oh my god i'm sorry I will will definitely be getting THPS one plus two at some point, but it just there was this weird perfect storm, which I think will segue nicely into our next conversation. There was so. this weird perfect storm of gaming that happened in the last two weeks, where I had to choose two uh, like two things, and Tony Hawk was one of the the options but it didn't make it was like number three so last I, I couldn't even tell you what day it was marvel or not marvel jesus christ wrong thing burying the lead nintendo did a special little mini direct where yeah. they where they talked about uh everything that they were doing for the 35th anniversary of mario and they talked about all these games or really um like game dlcs that were happening games that were happening events that were happening they talked about a lot of stuff but the thing that i really want to talk about is what they mentioned at the end but we can talk about every whatever you guys want from it the last thing that they announced in the trailer was super mario 3d all stars uh, okay that's what i thought i didn't remember what the order of the trailer was so yeah that was uh yeah yeah so the last thing they announced is Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which is a bundle that includes Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Odyssey. Not no. remastered, just Galaxy, upscaled. not Odyssey. Sorry, sorry, Galaxy. I don't know why I said Odyssey. Super Mario Galaxy, not remastered, but all upscaled to be work in 1080p uh, or whatever on the Switch. Yep. Um, and I was very excited about this we knew some sort of port was coming like from all the rumors that had been happening over the last four months at this point there's been a lot of those um and i was pleasantly surprised to see this and i it comes out i think my favorite thing about it was when it was announced it was like coming in two weeks so Holy shit, right that was the big I, surprise that was what like really got me hyped i was just like you know what i love when games do stuff like that where it's just like here's your announcement it's coming like nintendo does it a lot where they just go here's your announcement it's available today where you're just like oh cool that's awesome <laughs> That's like the best kind of marketing because like you get really excited for it in that moment and they're like, and you can go play it now. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah. It's like very easy to get you to impulse stuff. Yep. I love it. So I went and I, I pre-ordered it in the eShop and I am just waiting. It comes out next Friday. The 18th, I believe. The 18th, yeah. So next Friday, which is 
September 18th for anybody wondering. And I'm going to be playing it immediately. Like, I'm so ready. You can preload it uh, a couple days beforehand. I can't remember what day, but I will be doing that too. What order are you going to play them in? Are you going to play them in the the chronological order? That's the question, yeah. I'm playing them Super Mario 64 and then Super Mario Sunshine, which is probably the one I'm most excited to play because it's the one I've played the least recently. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I was... The one that really got me hyped was when they said Super Mario Galaxy at the end because... I was a little disappointed that Galaxy 2 isn't in there because I think Galaxy 2 is the superior Galaxy game. Uh, but getting to, I, I've wanted to replay Super Mario Galaxy for a while now. And I didn't know that if an emulator would do it justice. And I didn't want to set up my Wii again and fish out my disc and like have to do those silly Wii controls. And I was just like, you know what? Hopefully, eventually, they come out with a port for it, and finally they do, so. There, there's a lot to be said in terms of, like, the disappointments for this. I, I understand yep. people being disappointed that they're only up They're not uh, remakes entirely, like Spyro or Crash. I understand right. that. I understand the disappointment of Mario Galaxy 2 not being on there, um, and there are a couple, like, others. I think people wanted, like, 3D Land included with this, or I know that 3D Land they announced separately. But like they yeah. were expecting like all of the 3D games. Um, for the most part, I'm still very excited for this. Uh, these are three of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I absolutely adore them. And I just played through Super Mario 64 uh, relatively recently within the last year. Uh, and it looks like I'm doing it again because I yeah. am in love. I love that game. It might. It's. I think it's one of my top five games like of all, of all time. It's such a good game. Uh, Sunshine. I've played several times and it's famously known as an incomplete game. So like it, the first like 60 to 70 shines are really good. And the back half of that game is very rushed and very repetitive and it really shows. Um, So that's kind of like an issue with it. And so this is another opportunity that they maybe could have taken and finished that. And that's a little bit sad. Um, I want to reiterate, I'm still very excited. Super Mario Galaxy is perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, (laughs) One one minor other quibble that I have is I'm a little bit disappointed that we are getting the Super Mario, the Nintendo 64 version of Super Mario uh, 64. Instead of the 3DS? I would love the DS version. Um, The DS version is, in my opinion probably the superior version um for several reasons one it's just the same game with three additional characters which is super cool um and 20 30 extra stars i believe i think there's 150 so that's just neat um why not what why why keep that game locked to a you know 15 year old handheld console with terrible controls um that game did not support the d-pad first off it was it only had a d-pad but the, it didn't support it it was all touch based they it came with a little thumb stylus that you had to strap onto your thumb and you would use the the touchpad as a joystick and use that to, to run your character around it Brutal. was not good um mm. but the ideas that the game presented like the three additional characters was so cool i loved it it was great Ah, uh, but 
I'm still very excited. I got my pre-order in. I'm very much looking forward to playing this game again. Same. Uh, uh, I guess we should also touch on other things that they announced in yep. that. They announced a um, a Super Mario Brothers Battle Royale. Yeah, Super Mario 35. Yeah, Super Mario 35 for the 35th anniversary, which is very similar to Tetris 99 except a mario version where every enemy you kill on the screen gets sent over to somebody else's screen and, and it Excuse seems like me. the levels are like remixed or they're not a one-to-one they start off as world one one and then eventually it like or very quickly it looks like it starts to deviate so that'll be yep. super fun and really interesting i'm really looking forward to that one that one comes out what yeah. like october 1st or something like that yeah that comes out soon as well they also announced that uh, Super Mario All-Stars, the regular one, was immediately was available on uh, SNES Online. Yep. Or whatever whatever that's called. Uh, yeah, the, the new version of the uh, virtual console that's on Switch. Right. Basically. And that's really cool. I've never actually played that. Um, so... I'm excited to go in and give it a try. They're just they're just prettier versions of the game. They're they're really fun. The physics are a little bit different, so it's a little wonky if you're very familiar with old Mario physics. Um I know I had Tiffany play the Super Nintendo one once and she absolutely hated it. Um she was not a big fan. Just like okay. I think she's not a big fan of this conversation right now. As... This is very bold of you guys tackling this first, where I have as, nothing to add to this conversation. As soon as I started all. talking about it, I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. And that's why I was trying to be like silly with things. But I was like, nah, fuck. Oh, anyway. uh, the Game & Watch <laughs> looks cool, too. The Super Mario Game & Watch. The Game & Watch looks fine. I honestly, my biggest takeaway from it was the 3D All-Stars. The rest of it. I was I was like that's somebody out there is going to be really excited about this. It's just not for me. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, Bowser's Fury thing, uh, yeah, which is for three three D World, three three D Land. I can't remember the difference. <laughs> I think it's three D World because it has the cats. Right, and that looks all well and good, but it didn't really do anything for me. Like it started showing. It was one of those trailers where I went. This clearly isn't for me because I have no fucking idea what's going on. (laughs) And then immediately after that was 3D All-Stars. So I was like, "Mm, okay. 3D World was fun. It's not my favorite. I I prefer um, the Mario games that are a little bit more exploration based, like 64 or um, Odyssey or even Sunshine. Um, Because Galaxy, while it's very good, it's it's similar to 3d world where it's like kind of linear like you start a little section of a level and it's all about like getting to an end goal or accomplishing like a single task um and they're still very good but they're not my preferred marios 3d my preferred 3d marios uh is there anything else you want to touch on on this uh they're making clothing stuff that's kind of cool and then animal crossing clothing oh that's yeah they, also they cool. did have a, that that was another thing i didn't pay attention because they talked about animal crossing uh (laughs) what was that all about is it just like clothes and i think it's furniture items too it's just like um additional 
additional stuff for the game, which is a cool announcement because it means that we might get more cross promotional stuff later, which is right. what really is ideal. Um, yeah. cause they also just announced, uh, separately, uh, a new Zelda game. Um, it's basically like a sequel to Hyrule Warriors. It's called like Hyrule right. something. I it's Hyrule Warriors. It's a sequel to Hyrule Warriors, but a prequel to Breath of the Wild, which is so, really cool. It's taking place during awesome. the Hundred Year War, and I don't yeah. really—I've never really gotten into. I think they're called Mushu style games or Mushi style games, like Dynasty. It's like Dynasty yeah. Warriors, that type of game. I never really yeah. got into them. I played—I think I played a little bit at your house. Did you have Hyrule Warriors on? I did on my Wii U. Yeah, I think that's where I played it, and it's fun. Um, so this one because the hook is it's a legitimate prequel to breath of the wild, which I'm also toying with replaying recently. Uh, yeah, I, I might get, I might bite on that one. Yeah. The like Hyrule warriors is fun. It's like dumb, mindless action. It's not really that hard to play, but it, the selling point for that game to me was this is a prequel to breath of the wild, which is amazing. And you Mm. get to, play as all the like awesome characters that you got introduced to in the first uh, in Breath yeah, like of the all Wild. The champions and oh that's yeah. so cool. And you get like fleshed out story for the king of Hyrule and like it's just so yeah. cool. So yeah, that was another one of those, you know, things that out of nowhere Nintendo's like, oh here's a mini direct for this amazing game. And then they were they gave a date of like not too long from now, I think. Yeah, I think it's November. Yeah, Maybe, I, it was it was either like late October. I, I don't want to say a date and be completely wrong, but I, I think it's in know. the next couple months. Yeah, I, I love that they've been doing this. And like the so like those style of games are really like arcadey, which is also something I liked about like Tony Hawk is like they feel yep. very like pick up and play bite sized experience. Go have fun for a little bit. And then you're all set. Yeah. Huh. Good stuff. So, um, Tiffany, I feel so bad. Oh, sorry, Alex, you were going to quickly say November the... 20th. Okay. I just wanted to say the date. So, Tiffany, I'm sorry that we, uh... Whoa, what the fuck is that noise? Sorry, it was probably me moving my mic. Ah, yeah. Sometimes it squeaks. I'm sorry. Oh, no, this sounded like something came dis- came unconnected. Tiffany, did you hear oh. that? Or... Mm-mm. Well, it might have been just on my side. I did not. So, Tiffany, now that we have bored your ears off... I was in the middle of a, of a, of a transition, but Alex just... All right, fine. Do you, no, do your it. transition. Do nope. your transition, Dwight. Nope. It wasn't a good one. Alex, this is going to be better, I promise. Uh, now that we have bored your ears off, I would like to know what you have been up to. See, that was a bad transition because Dwight, Dwight was getting good at like leading me into the into the thing. Oh. To, uh, Dwight, I, better... I, I honestly couldn't tell you what I was going to say. Um, uh, so, oh, Dwight, okay. <laughs> now, Dwight, now that I have poorly transitioned into the next topic, <laughs> how would you like to transition into the next topic? Well, Alex, you know what I love about Tony Hawk? I love what? that there is a really good soundtrack with a lot of music. Tiffany, Ooh, thank you. if you had an ideal way of listening to music right now, what yeah. would it be and why? And and what is it? It would be hardwired uh, headphones into my skull directly. That would be interesting. Whoa. Um, <laughs> like right into your nervous system? No, <laughs> so I could listen to music. I could feel and listen to music constantly. So like that some, sounds uh, painful. Some sort of like techno, like techno punk 
like aesthetic that's uh yeah we're heading yeah, there it's like there's like some led lights that i'm just like a walking like rave if if all right tiffany if they gave <laughs> yeah. you oh, i'm hearing that weird noise again maybe it's on my side um it's i don't hear anything it must be me then Hold it's on. not me it's you yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, anyway. that, ever since you sang that, I've been listening to uh, Crazy Taxi music, and then I put on the Tony Hawk for a hashtag. No, Tiffany, I think it's coming from you, because I just muted you, and it stopped. Alex, are you hearing what I'm hearing? Nope. No. God damn it. All right, it stopped. I'm going to try it, plugging it and plugging it back in. Maybe? If, if you could have, like, weird implants like that put in you, very cyberpunky. Would you do that? Like have like um like LED lights like in your arms that like no. went up and down. Um, you know, I would only do it like for like walking around at night. Oh, so would, functional. So I could like see things. I would put LEDs in my nipples. <laughs> Absolutely, like without a, a thought. That would be amazing. Would you splurge for like RGB or would they be little like um like little LCD screens? They would be. Um, How would that work? They would be little LCD screens that are just pictures of Dwight. <laughs> nice. I would do that um, on my dick, and I would get uh, have it be a picture of Alex's dick. Wow. <laughs> wow. And this has been no refunds. No refunds is taking a turn today, how, boys and girls. How did we turn away from transitioning to Tiffany? Because Tiffany into... started talking about implanting things in the base of her skull. <laughs> Oh, right, right. So, <laughs> Tiffany. That's an interesting conversation. We can talk about that. Tiffany. I, I mean, it, I'm it so confused. Uh, I'm who always confused. Who is talking to me? What am I addressing? Am I addressing my cybernetic implants of music? Or am I no. addressing... You're addressing what whatever what you it, want to talk about. We have no form. This is a formless podcast. We're, we're addressing whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> Don't... <laughs> Don't disconnect again. <laughs> um, yes. So if we're going to keep the conversation on music, I know that's what Dwight was kind of asking about because I'm very excited to talk about musical things. Um, yeah. So Dwight and I, well, really Dwight, um, bought a record player and speakers. And I feel like this has slowly been happening over the last eight to nine months i would say um yeah it definitely started about then i'm gonna tell the whole story if you would like like to and then i can fill in the gaps once i become relevant which is in the last like yeah i feel like you need context for it well or the listeners do because i'm absolutely because i have no idea i know know nothing about this story really Uh, absolutely nothing You, you probably do um so december Dwight and I went to New Jersey to see All Time Low because I'm weird. And I went to a meet and greet and I was like, fuck, I need something for them to sign because like I've never like had any merch. I've never like done that because I was, you know, a broke kid listening to music. Mm-hmm. So I was like, shit, what am I going to get? Um, so I ended up buying a vinyl of one of their albums um, and brought that to have them sign the cover of it because I know like you can go at Michael's and get um and even online you can get frames for vinyl which is really cool and a lot of vinyl art is really neat so I bought this vinyl and I have it signed and it's hanging on my wall but now I also have an actual vinyl record that I have no means of listening to whatever 
Um, and then All Time Low came out with their album in uh, April, Wake Up Sunshine. I know, there's a lot of All Time Low talk. Um, and Dwight, they did a live stream. Dwight bought me uh, a stream exclusive uh, white vinyl of the Ooh. album. Yeah, it's very cool. It's very pretty. But now again, I have I have two records that I'm like, okay, this is cool, I guess. Um, and what I ended up doing was going up in the attic. And when we had moved into our house, my dad had, you know, he was cleaning out the attic and stuff. He's like, here, take this stuff where it's going to go in the trash. And there were two old record players. One of them was like a, uh, like almost like a briefcase style where like it folds into it. It's got the speakers built in and everything. Um, yeah. so I was like, for the fuck of it, I'm going to see if this works. And it fucking did. Nice. And I have had two vinyls to listen to and I was like this is the greatest day ever so that might be Dwight where you uh become relevant in the story I think so so <laughs> Tiffany so we have a friend um Jeff uh and he has been big into vinyl for a long time um to the point where he has he, he was the reason that I I knew that those types of Michael things existed because he has many albums that are signed by bands um and they're displayed like with like the record next to them and everything and so like it's really cool and they're really like the part of the appeal of these albums to me is that they look like fucking pieces of art as well because they're so big and like they're just really yeah. really like a lot of them a lot of care go into a lot of them mm-hmm. which is really cool um mm-hmm. and so Tiffany had been doing that and I was like part of me was like you know it might be cool to kind of get into this but like I didn't want to just like buy random records or anything like that and so um one I was in Bull Moose at one point Bull Moose is a local store that sells um music and basically nerdy things but their yeah, their their pu- main push is music um sick. and I was just kind of like on a whim I was like you know what I'll look through some of their records and I found uh the 2018 Halloween soundtrack, uh, but it's a Bulmos exclusive. Um, there was only, I think, 1,000 of them made or something, and it's a very nice. specific printing or pressing. And right. that to me is fucking cool. I yes. like the idea of something limited like that, and I love the idea that I have something, I have a unique piece of art that is now going to play art at me. And mm-hmm. that is one of like the coolest things about these individual records which is really neat um so i had been toying with the idea of buying this for a while and i was like kind of keeping an eye on like the bull moose um website being like no it's not sold out it's not sold out and then i don't even remember why but i was just like you know what fuck it i'm gonna do it and so to go bring it back to jeff um i i messaged him and i was like hey man i'm thinking about getting a, a, a record player blah blah and he walked me through like no I was playing smash with him and I asked him that, yeah. um, but uh, he walked me through like all of the steps that you need to take to make it, because it, there is a lot more to it than you would imagine. It's, yeah. you have to get a turntable. You have to get these individual speakers that then connect to the turntable. You have to be aware of whether or not your turntable has a preamp or a built-in preamp or um, mm-hmm. what type of um, needle you have. Cause I was just, I, I never knew that there was different types. He was like, yeah, you want a diamond needle. And I was like, fucking, I'm going to be playing music with a diamond. That's mm-hmm. fucking badass. Like, that's really cool. Um, so we, so I ended up, uh, I also, I just want to, uh, also say that I had a very kind offer from Scott and he was like, you can have one of my old ones. And I was like, that's very, very nice. But like, I kind of, there's something about like buying your own thing and like, uh, like making your own like choices about that type of stuff that just, I, I love that. Like, and so this feels like a really cool 
like very small select hobby that we have entered. And by small and select, I mean, we can like pinpoint precision what we are adding to our collection. The first record I purchased outside of the Halloween, because I bought Halloween before I even, uh, I think you were going to say, talk about that, Tiffany. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Well, you can still talk about it. You can, we can say <laughs> the same just, thing. It's fine. I'm just, I'm just pouting at you. Cause you took the exact thing right out of my mouth. Um, so after I bought Halloween, I was like, well, I need to have buy a record player now. And I, the first album I bought with it was uh, Plus 44's um, <laughs> When Your Heart Stops Beating. Uh, wow. So, Tiffany, what have you been buying? Well, I wanted to backtrack. And I know at some point we're going to do a sh- uh, an episode about our favorite albums and our favorite music. So a lot of Dwight and I's early relationship in like 2004 was based on... Um, a shared love of music um, with me just getting into kind of the punk pop stuff, but with Dwight being like, I fucking love all of this. And I see all these bands and I've gone to all these shows. So like we bonded over and we've talked about this on the podcast before. I think with Brian, I was talking about the mix CDs that I have that you made me. So like a lot of our early relationship when we were 17, 18, 19 years old was based on loving all of this music, all of this punk pop music and going to concerts and doing all those things that you do when you're a teenager and you're like, yeah. Um, so music is really, really important. Like I think on a daily basis, like we're always playing or listening to music. Like I have, we have our Spotify premium account, like all, like literally I'm always listening to something. So it's been really fun to go out and like very, very deliberately, like Dwight was saying, cultivating this collection of records because now you're dropping 20 to $30 sometimes on an album. And I'm like, well, I've had albums in my hand and I'm like, I, I don't know if I love this album that much to buy it. So it's been really, really fun. And I'm going to be a super lame person, but like I've, I'm working on getting all of the all time low albums. Obviously I, I think I have almost all of the fallout boy albums. Um, the Paramore, the, the the more recent one before a bunch of shit hit the fan, uh, After Laughter I have, Panic at the Disco, um, mostly punk pop stuff. But it's been really great because they, they were albums that I never, a lot of them I never physically owned um, because it was a time of downloading music illegally don't come after me don't arrest me fbi please but we were we were illegally we were illegally downloading so much music um and burning cds so like i never owned a lot of music i'm going through right now and i'm buying when i see them at bull moose and other places i'm buying all of the all-time low cds because i like how dare i say that's my favorite band and i've never owned a single one of their cds until this year because I just had no need for it. So it's been very cool to get back into a physical collection of music yep. that I haven't had in years. I mean, do I, you remember when we started dating, I had my little like CD player with like all of my, my really awful, terrible CDs. And I remember you were still dating Carissa at the time, that whole two week affair. Barely. But you went, you, <laughs> friend of, friend of the podcast carissa but you i remember hey. you very specifically going through my cds and being like these are the only good ones and it was like the ataris it was newfound glory um i forget my Fall Out i specifically Boy remember no, i wouldn't have known Fall Out boy at that point but i specifically <laughs> no, remember probably not. Uh, the newfound glory one yeah that's side note um 
I just bought yesterday a uh, Newfound Glory self-titled vinyl because they are doing a live stream in a couple weekends for the 20th anniversary of of um, the album. The album came out in 2000, which is so crazy. That was like my first punk pop album. So I'm really, really excited to have that. Um, and it's really hard too because a lot of the stuff that we were listening to in you know the early 2000s, it was right before vinyl became like a thing again. So a lot mm-hmm. of them don't have uh they never had pressings they never had um that treatment and if they did they're like super fucking expensive now like you can't find them or you're paying like 80 dollars for an album and i'm like eh, eh. Hey, do i want to spend 80 dollars on angels and airwaves like i love them but come on no man. but i uh, i don't know i love that album but i don't know if i would pay 80 dollars for um, it <laughs> one thing like i one thing i i i've loved about my friendship with dwight is that we we are both huge advocates for physical media ownership like that's one thing that we've always bonded over like we have huge collections of comic books and dvds blu-rays um i have a huge collection of cds i probably own like 150 cds i i've always bought physical media whenever i can so I'm really surprised that I never fell into that rabbit hole of the vinyl. Uh, that shocks like, me too. Yeah. As somebody who I love, I love music. I listen to a lot of it. I, my dad is an audiophile, a self-proclaimed audiophile who has a really high end uh, sound system down in his basement that I used to listen to my cds but that's exactly what it is it's listening to cds so that's always been my chosen form of media but kind of like you tiffany i bought one record once uh back in 2016 do you want to come over and listen to it what is it yeah come over and listen to it i've listened to it once i i brought it to uh, I bought it back in 2016, which was when it came out. Uh, one of my coworkers, Brady, had a record player at work, and he oh, brought cool. in a like milk crate filled with a bunch of his favorite records, and he would put it on quietly and literally play records at at the office, which I thought was really cool. So I brought it in, and we listened to it. Once or twice, I think, because we both really like the album. It's a Radiohead, a moon-shaped pool. Oh, cool! I remember that. I think I, I remember when you bought that. You bought that like right before we moved, or right after we yeah, moved. I think so. Or... I would have bought it. So the album released in uh, May of 2016, and we and moved in July. I, July. I think. Yeah. I think the record came out in like October. It was it was later in 2016 that the record came out. I remember because the reason I got the record is because it came. So originally the CD released and it was just a digital download. So that's how I bought it. And there wasn't a physical release. So I got the record because it came with the CD as well. Oh. So. So there's a CD copy in there with a record, and I was like, "Why am I? Not, why would I not get the record? It's got like a nice art book that goes with it, mm-hmm. and the uh, so for visual visual aid, this um, binding around it. Yep. Ooh. Does that come actually, off? Actually, 
it, it, yeah, it slides off. It says do not, uh, you see the sticker, it says do not throw away or something. Yep. Uh, I do. Do not discard. This is actually um, audio, like recording from the the literal recordings that they did. Oh, so it's like the master? It's the master, oh, yeah. That's so, they so took cool. A, they took a strip of the master, and for each of these, so this is a, a limited printing. This is like a special edition or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so for each of these, they took part of the master, and they wrapped it around in plastic, and that's part of the That's so the cool. Of it. That's so cool. That's so, awesome. I'll, I'll, next time I come to your house, I'll bring this over, and yeah. we can yeah. listen to it. That sounds if amazing. If you're in the mood to listen to something really depressing. Yep. This, Always. This album... This album's oh, yeah. super depressing. I, was, I don't know if I, I ever talked about this. You, I remember you talking but th- about th- it. This might be a weird tangent. It was uh, Memorial Day weekend, 2016. This album came out, and my grandfather had just um, fallen into like a coma and was in the hospital. So every day we were driving to the hospital to go visit him, mm-hmm. see if anything changed, and this was on repeat the entire time and like i have very visceral emotions when i listen to this album not just because it's a very emotional album and really depressing but because it makes me think of that but like in a really sentimental way in Mm -hmm. a certain to a certain degree like it's it's weird but i love it i'm sure i'm the first person to ever make this observation but i love how you can tie a a specific like moment of your life to an album like that um there are definitely things it's nowhere near as um intense as that it's like it's like playing a video game or like um like a christmas morning i very specifically remember getting an album and like going up to my room and listening to it things like that is beautiful and I think that with yeah. the way that we're doing this, I feel like that that actually might help create those types of memories because I haven't really been listening to that much music um, like purposefully. And I think this will help that. What, one thing that I love about the concept of vinyl and the reason that I'm so excited that a lot of people have gotten into it is I've always been an advocate for listening to whole albums. Album order and, is important. And I, 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 you know, I don't have a problem with people having like mixes and playlists and stuff, but every once in a while, like I, I just am like, I want to listen to this album front to back and I'll just put it on and listen to it straight through. And I feel like that has a very different feeling than putting an artist on shuffle or, you know, putting a playlist on shuffle or something like that. Um, And I love that vinyl doesn't really allow you to do that. Like where a CD, you have the skip button vinyl. It's very hard to just be like, yeah, I'm going to skip this song, like move the needle just a little (laughs) bit. Oh wait, now I'm in the middle of the next song. Move it back. Like you just listen to an album all the way through. And it's, it's, kind of it kind of forces you to experience the album the way a the band wanted it to be experienced and i really appreciate something like that i that's how i like i consume me uh music in general Uh, i mostly just put on an album and listen to it but i know a lot of people don't do that (laughs) that's me and that's why i've really been enjoying buying the physical things because I'm I am a shuffle person a hundred percent and 
God, here I go. Nobody, nobody listen to me talk about all time low again, because that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> but that's what it's been for me, because again, I never own those albums physically. Yep. So now when I'm buying them on vinyl or CD, I'm like, oh, there are songs that I'm like in 2020, having listened to this band for 10 years, I go, oh, that's on this album yep. or that comes <laughs> after this song. And I'm like, oh, that's what people mean when they say, oh, the back half of this is blah, blah, blah. And now I'm starting to put that together. And I kind of feel bad that so much of my music listening habits um, have been just on shuffle. And I think that's just because how I was consuming music as a teenager, it was like, Oh, let me go on LimeWire or Kaza or BearShare. And hopefully this is what I'm doing. Like the, the shit that we were doing in the early two thousands to get music was fucking wild. Yeah, I hope Ooh, it's not don't... some weird virusy porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. But I never really listened to full albums, but then there were really specific ones like something corporate North is one that I'm like, yes, I fell asleep to that album. Can't and I can that. tell you that album backwards and forwards or well, mostly just forwards. Cause that's how I was listening to it. <laughs> but there, are <albums> <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at my own joke. I, Fuck I, you guys. I like that. You didn't laugh at your own joke. You just went, <laughs> like and then I know going. that's funny because it, it was a stupid joke. It was very funny. I thought it was great. <laughs> but um, but I never, for the most part, I never really listened to albums yep. in album order. So this is now forcing me to do that, and I almost have like this weird new appreciation for some of the songs and and yep. album structure and blah blah blah. And now I'm yeah. It's fun. I, I had a very similar experience to you. Like in the early 2000s, I was introduced to my favorite band, Radiohead, through my brother because we played this game called City of Heroes all summer, my summer between eighth grade and freshman year of uh. high school. He and I were playing this game. We shared a room together. We would put on his MP3 player, go to Radiohead, shuffle artist put it on our stereo and just blast it while we played games together. And that was my introduction to Radiohead. So I only knew them as a shuffle artist. Like I, I didn't know which album was, which like what songs belonged on which album. I didn't know any of that shit. And then like when I was in high school, I finally like introduced myself to an album and I was just like, Oh holy shit uh, like i had the same thing like that that you had to, with all time low i had that with radiohead and i went this is amazing and i think that's when i was just like i'm every album i'm just gonna just listen to it all the way through and this is my life now i try to do that first now like i try to go through like if an album comes out and it's hard because so many we dwight and i were talking about this but just how the the concept of releasing music is so different where it's like hey i wrote this song here it is on spotify it's yep. like almost you lose some of that but like I, when an album comes out i try to listen to it all the way in order first sometimes yep. it's really hard but i try to do that and then it's like okay i'm gonna listen to this song for eighteen thousand times in a row and then i'm gonna go back to a different song and go this is my new favorite song on this album and listen to that one eighteen thousand times in a row yep. it's like so weird Yep. T Tiffany briefly touched on this earlier, but um, one of the things that's been hard for us with this is a lot of the stuff that we really liked in like mid two thousands to like early two thousand or yeah, like late 
through the through the two thousands were not really vinyl centric. Um, it was basically dead at that point. Uh, CDs, cassettes had really taken over. Cassettes are back too, right? That's cassettes weird. Can we that's all agree that that's thing. weird? It's a weird what? hipster. I don't thing. like that. Uh, not that I don't cassettes. like it, but it's just strange to me. Like cassettes pe- are back. Bands release okay. their their albums on cassette again. Oh, interesting. You do okay. you. Um, <laughs> but so like it's hard to go back and find some of the albums. So that's why I've been checking out some of that. And I'm really excited that a lot of bands have been doing some new, re- new pressings of things like um, yep. say anything is re-releasing is a real boy. Uh, the complete deluxe edition uh, n- later this summer or later this, this month. So I'm super looking forward to that. And like Tiffany, you were saying uh, about new found glory. glory. I yep. love that a lot of bands now because vinyl is back in a big way. They're including a like a limited edition or a special vinyl as a part of their um, like on as a part of their merch stuff right now is yeah. like in bundles and stuff. And it's which, which is really cool. One of my favorite bands of all time, which has this ever happened to you, Alex or Tiffany, where like you super get into a band and you're like, this band is amazing. You go through their entire back catalog. You love it. And then you go like look them up and you're like, they broke up two years ago. <laughs> and it's like, oh, so I can never expect anything new from them. One of my yeah. favorite bands, uh, Ludo, um, had recently been doing some more um, like they were playing one off shows every year. They did a big Halloween show uh, where they would have like, you know, dress up in costumes and have people come to wherever they were um ludo ween yes ludo ween is how ludo ween is what they called how it ludo ween sorry um, yeah and there was something so they had some other shows coming up but they got canceled because of covid but it was like had them energized enough to like go back and re-record some new music and they they just re-released some they just made a couple of new pressings of their old albums uh they were limited edition and they sold out fucking immediately i did not get one um Aww. i'm very bummed uh but it it excites me that older bands are uh, are recreating are redoing their albums. Um, I have right here. I got a Say Anything album. They're self titled, and I love it. So and it's good. so cool. It makes me so happy. I'm just gonna show off some of my albums. Now. Was was that the album uh, that came out when we were in L. A. We were in L. A. It's a very important yes. album to me. And so I, so that's, that that ah. that was from 2009. Yeah. So yes. And then I got this one, which is the Halloween. Halloween. It's Halloween. I'm glad you're. I'm, Glad That's this will awesome. make a visual cut. Oh wait, we're not. I'm working it. my way through getting all the Blink 182 albums, so I ended up getting the live album, which I'm really awesome. excited okay, about. Okay, the live album is amazing, and I, I'm not as big of a Blink 182 fan as you are, Dwight, mm-hmm. but like I associate the Mark, Tom, and Travis show with a very specific date when we first started dating. I know. Uh, Dwight's car like broke down, and it was like a whole thing. It was but, like, prone we were to overheating. To the, prone to overheating, but we list. It was the old Chrysler LHS. And 1993, I rip. just that. So speaking of like associating memories with stuff, like I, it's it's we listen to it and it's so awful and terrible because they're so disgusting but still hilarious. And I'm 33 years old and I still find that shit funny. Dwight can quote it all, but like I associate I know all the mid song al- banter. Ugh, but that's like <laughs> I associate that album, an album that is not even I would never be like, oh, it's my favorite album, but I just associate it and have such good memories attached to it of like being 17 and having my new boyfriend drive me around in his car that overheats and trying to make out with me. It's I didn't try. I did. Wait, oh yeah you did. Yeah, was he (laughs) successful was gonna be my question. Yes. Uh, another, another thing I really love about this is like it's a good excuse to pick up albums that like are from artists that you really like or that you would not expect to um, find music from. Like this one right here. Mm-hmm. Like this is John Carpenter's Lost, Lost Themes. Um, 
which is like so john carpenter has basically stopped making music and all he does now is just soundtracks or just he makes music and it's amazing and i love it wait and speaking you of, said he stopped making yeah. music and stop, now ma- he stop just making movies music. stop making movies stop stop making movies <laughs> and he's just making music i understood what he was trying to say but i'm glad somebody corrected him i was very confused. uh it follows and then, great soundtrack really yeah there's weird shit like this like the soundtrack to it follows an entire what, what was this disaster piece yeah disaster yeah. he's made this and it's so cool and it's like i think this one's a fancy one this one's one of my favorites because like hey People in the podcast, look at the color on this uh, really they cool vinyl. It. It's oh like, my god, that's it's, beautiful! Yeah, it's, it's, it's blue and splattery. It's blue with uh, white, yellow, blue, and red splatter, and it's fucking gorgeous. And I love it. It makes me so I, happy. I remember when, uh, once again, my former coworker Brady, when he was like going through his huge vinyl phase, which it still isn't over. So I don't uh, know that it was a phase. Band name, um, I call it. He, uh, um, vinyl, vinyl phase like at the, the band. The, the two of phase. us would still, I would partake in it. We'd look up like different albums that we liked just to see if the album, like the record printing, looked cool or whatnot, or if there was like a fun limited, like uh, one of my favorite albums, Jeff Buckley's Grace has a lilac swirl printing that, sounds that pretty. is like a a collector's edition and i it's gorgeous and i think that's i think i bought it for somebody as a gift i can't remember but i bought it and i was just like man do i want to keep this and i was like i don't have a record player why would i keep this one of the coolest things about living where we do and i'm i assume it's like this everywhere else uh, but that might be expecting a lot so we have Newberry Comics and Bull Moose Music, Bull Moose Music near us, and both of them get exclusives. Like that, yep. that that album yeah. that was a Newberry Comics exclusive. Like they get these really cool printings or pressings, and it's just awesome to have two local music stores that we can now go to for rarities like that. Um, they do the same with comics too, which is neat. Yes. Double Midnight specifically, co- locally. Yeah, yeah, and they get exclusive covers. We, yeah. We're also very lucky because I am a big Turtles fan. We've discussed this a thousand times. And Turtles were founded. They were originally debuted in New Hampshire. And we're from New Hampshire. So they have like mm-hmm. some massive roots here. So whenever there is yeah. like a, a special cover or we get a lot of like unique things about the Turtles over here, which is so cool because I had no idea about that growing up. And then like you find yep. out that they literally – the first comic con that they ever were in was in New Hampshire. That's yeah. fucking cool for me. Yeah. I love it. Vinyl I gotta is pee. fun. Okay. okay. I got to pee. Don't I'm talk up. about me while I'm gone. I'm peeing okay. right now. Uh, same. Go away. It's I need to talk about you. Destroy ourselves. It's in our nature to kill ourselves. It's in our nature to kill each other. It's in our nature to kill, kill, kill. Now I'm over here. That was that was rude. Um, what else have I gotten? I got Enema of the State. I got a red version of Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Um, I got a Decemberist album, uh, which is really cool. It had it was picturesque, I think it's called. I got so the one that I'm actually kind of disappointed with a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, is uh, a postal the Postal Service, who I love, but. The Postal Service album came out in like 2005 or 2006. I don't remember exactly when. must have been 2005 because it was before I was in college. Um, And it was created completely digitally. 
And so that doesn't super translate very well to a vinyl like uh, instrumentation. Um, like it's weird listening to it because like you can hear like these like record pops and cracks and it's clearly like there was added after the fact. And it's like, it sounds strange having fake vinyl noises come out of your real vinyl player. It's very interesting to me. Um, it, but I love the album, so I'm very happy with it. And that, that I know Tiffany also said this, but like, this has been fun. Like we've talked about doing for our next 25, our, our next top five are specifically like our top favorite albums or something like that. And this has been such an eye-opening experience as to what my favorite albums are because they are the ones that I'm actively going out and looking for. That is gorgeous, Alex. I love it. Ooh, big arts. Alex is showing off his uh, yeah. his art book. Like, it's, it's a legitimate art book. Yeah, that's so cool. That's it's like really a coffee cool. table book. Yeah, that's that's up there. So, like, I I wonder what band it would have to be for me to like make me buy something like that. Um, probably blink Tiffany. I know all time low. <laughs> Not even a question. Don't laugh at me. How many times can we do a super cut of how many times I talked about all time low tonight? If we did it in your lifetime, it would, Oh, that's not even that expensive. That Jeff Buckley one. Sorry. Um, did you find the lilac swirl version? No, it's a different oh, one. Maybe not. No. Oh, the, was, the lilac swirl version is gorgeous. I think that it's a lilac swirl. It. It, yeah, there's just... also a, a blue swirl version of uh, Miles Davis's kind of blue that that's awesome. I, I'm kind of obsessed with. You can call me Miles Davis. Oh, that's not that bad. Taking Back Sunday is only $26. But see, like, Taking Back Sunday is an album that I'm like, oh, I like this album. This is fun, but I would not buy it because really? I don't care. Oh, Tell All Your Friends was my fucking jam. I it's love Tell good. All Your Friends. It's good. And that's, and that's why it's really interesting. Like, again, we're talking about cultivating. Like, that album is good, and I have a lot of, like, fun memories of it, but it's not an album that I would buy, and I wouldn't care if I listened to it all in its entirety. I would listen to, like, You're So Last Summer, and, like, that's about it. Um. Apparently, the Lilac Swirl version is a Newberry Comics exclusive. Oh, that's so cool. that's exactly what I was just talking about. It's so cool that that's like a thing. Like that's so uh, great. But uh, an album that I would be interested in getting would be like Hybrid Theory. Like they still, I think they still make it. I was in Newberry today, and they have still have a, a like one of their named sections was Lincoln Park. I didn't actually yeah. look in there because that would be interesting to me because that was also one of those times when. It was a lot of digital stuff, but they they had real instruments. It was just that one DJ mixer, so that would be right. a really good yeah. good album. Hybrid I, theory the man, fucking rules. Records, man. I like. I feel like I could talk about them all day, but I have literally zero experience <laughs> with them because it's really just talking about music, and I love talking about music. I also do, and I'm really excited to talk about our favorite albums. Like, I'm ready. It, I'm. Th that's a topic that we never really talk a lot about like uh, even like off podcast when we're just you know friends who kind of hate each other um <laughs> uh but like we never really talk about music e ever like it's never really something that we're just like oh did you hear this new album it's really weird that like even when when the Mr. Wives album came out, I texted you about it, and I'm yeah. like, this, this is weird. This never happened. It, it did feel weird, but also at the same time, like, 
you're the only other person I know that knows who mystery wives are. And now I know there's a whole group of people, but like for Dwight and I, like our relationship was like literally built on music. Yeah. So it's like a lot easier, but I don't ever talk about music. I have a really hard time with it. I find it really, really personal. And I've said this before, like I, I want to share my music, but like, I feel like embarrassed about the music that I like in some Mm -hmm. ways um, because I'm 33 years old and I'm still listening to punk pop. Mm-hmm. but like I just I don't know I feel I feel weird and embarrassed that like I love certain music and certain bands so much like when I was really into newfound glory people were like who the fuck is newfound glory and I'm like all right well I suck then because I listen to weird music and it like just felt really alienating music it's seems so now like like when you uh, this is gonna sound so fucking like push my glasses <laughs> up hipster nerd but when you listen to the type of music that like Tiffany and I do it tends to be like you don't really talk about it that much because the average person doesn't know it. No. It's it's very like very niche and it's very like specific. When you're inside of that music sphere, like people are like fucking ride or die and like they're really like really into it and you can have like those complex conversations. But like I'm not gonna talk to like, you know, somebody I meet at work about a pop punk band outside of maybe like blink, but that's just because like blink broke that barrier and they made it into like the uh modern day uh vernacular uh whereas like even newfound glory like they just didn't make it that large um and also i feel this i don't what i'm gonna say here i don't think is necessarily true but music is also one of the more disposable forms of entertainment meaning uh, i want to say like if you if if you don't if two people don't like the same type of music, odds are that's not something that unless like one feels super strongly about it, that's not something that's going to like end a friendship or yeah. Yeah. that that's how that's how I mean it when I say disposable. It's like people yeah. are passionate about it. But like if someone's like, oh, I don't really like country and someone's like, it's my favorite type of music. That's fine. Whereas like, you yeah. know, if someone's like, oh, I don't like movies. Meh, like, yeah, is that? Yeah. Yes. I no. Think it depends I, on who you are as a person, because yeah. like. Yeah, I, I, would I agree have... with Tiffany. Okay. Like, there are some people that define their personality on movies. Like, mm-hmm. like I am built on my love for movies. And if I met somebody that was like, yeah, I don't really like movies. Like, we couldn't really be friends. But, like, if, if, I... if I met somebody, as somebody who loves all music except for country, if I met somebody that was like, I don't listen to anything other than country, I would have a hard time carrying a conversation with that person. And I only say that because that has happened to me before. And this person was like, country music, man. that It's the greatest thing ever. And I was like, oh, I'm not really into it. Uh, what else are you interested in? And they were like, country music. It defines me. And I was just like, oh, I- so we're just not, we're just should i leave like i guess it's because i don't define myself by the music i listen to like it's a part of it's a part of the tapestry of my life it's not like you know a center quilt circle thing Um, tiffany you had a pin though i just wanted to go back because something you said like oh if you find like a fandom you know sometimes it's easier to get you know you find other people that enjoy it like you know we go to a newfound glory show like there's tons of people there who love newfound glory or like the all-time low like the all-time low social media stuff but even within those communities i have a hard time because like i love the songs that i love and i don't need to explain that to anybody else and i feel that same way about movies and and tv shows like i don't need to explain this to anybody but i feel like just 
just the same with movies and TV shows, like saying like, oh, this is my favorite song from this artist can also be really toxic because people go, that song sucks. I hate that. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, okay, fine. And I, I, I don't find that that changes um, within different fandoms. I find it to be just the same as music and, and uh, or uh, movies and TV shows where it's like, mm-hmm. you have people who are, are more casual and are like, oh, I like this. But then you have those people who are like, like you said, ride or die. And sometimes it's great. Like when everybody is in agreement, it's great. And then when people are like, are you holding up, say anything? No, I'm just hugging it. You're just hugging it. Yeah. I, I don't find that fandoms like are more or less toxic in music than they are in any other world it's like you're entitled to your opinion your very wrong opinion but you're but you're entitled to it Alex is the person that that would fucking come at someone for liking something yeah I say that all the time to people but usually I'm joking like I if somebody says like this is my favorite episode of something or this is my favorite song by someone you know, I really I recognize that it's an opinion, and mm-hmm. like usually I'll poke fun at it if it's something that I particularly think is terrible. But I I never really mean it. Usually I'll then be like, "Well, what do you what do you like about it?" Like, because that's a fun conversation to engage in when two mm-hmm. people like like I read an article today, uh, scrolling through uh, my Reddit because I do that when I'm doing a certain task every morning. Um, is it poop it's pooping. or is yeah, it the it's, other it's, one it's pooping and okay. i opened an article that was like 10 best episodes of it's always sunny and i'm like oh great let's see how, how wrong much this article i disagree is. with yeah and, and like i like even though the number one episode wasn't even in my top 10 i how, guess how is the number one not nightman cometh the uh, number two was nightman cometh nah. uh no wait Number three was Nightman Cometh. See, number I'm doing one. it right now. What the fuck are they talking about? Yeah, exactly. So they're number one. I got there and I went, you know what? That's an that's a respectable answer. And then I read their description and I'm like, you know what? It's really cool that they came at it from this approach. They're wrong, but <laughs> but it, it's it's fun to if you can find the right people. Yeah to engage in that sort of conversation and there are always within any sect of like fandom there's always the right like the right people that where you can be like man my favorite doctor is chris eccleston and people will be like well my favorite doctor is matt smith and then i'll just be like well you're both wrong both wrong it's david tennant it's eccleston easy no not even a question david tennant best doctor fight me it's it's fun to engage in those kinds of conversations as long as people don't like take it too personally you know and usually yeah. i retract what i said earlier about about what you're what about music being disposable and that type of stuff that that was no incorrect. i understand what you're i understand what you're saying because like I've never gotten into a fight about somebody about what music they like. It's like, oh, what music do you like? Oh, I like this. Oh, cool. You like Taylor Swift? Awesome. Because I also, I think, like you, Alex, I feel like I like so much stuff. I listen to rap, and I listen to hard rock, and I listen to pop, and I was was just listening to, um, what was I listening to today? All time Uh, Miley Miley Cyrus had, like, a new song, and I just listened to a bunch of stuff. So I can, I am more open to people being like, this is my music. Right. And I understand. I know, Dwight, the word you didn't want to use is disposable, but it's not like a deal breaker. Right. Whereas yeah. if, someone, 
if someone's like my favorite movie is like last house on the left i'd be like all right we have to fucking i can't be around you because that's right. gross or if somebody's like i love the goonies which is just a terrible <laughs> movie i also find because, <laughs> i'm ignoring that you're the wrong. Is amazing. I just Fuck like you. Dwight Dwight creeping towards the <laughs> microphone. You're but very wrong. I wonder if, and I'm I'm not a musician. I'm I barely pass for an audio editor, but my knowledge of audio and music isn't as deep as my knowledge of movies and story structure and characters mm-hmm. and character arcs and all of those things that go into filmmaking and and TV making. So if somebody says to me, my favorite movie is Ted or my you know, I'm like well you're fucking dumb sorry if anybody's favorite movie is Ted just, <laughs> <laughs> just an example I, I was in a room where that somebody had said that not to me but it was something like things you overhear and I was like your favorite movie is Ted too got it but like not even the first one no but I think that's because my knowledge of filmmaking is so much deeper than my knowledge of music I just like music if someone's like why do you like this song I'd be like I don't know it sounds good I don't know the terminology to talk about music but if someone's right. like why do you like this show I'm like oh man this character arc or this episode and they do this and they they have this like whip pan to this and it's like I was just talking in my classes this week or yesterday about storytelling and story structure and what makes a good story. And it's like, I know that stuff. I don't know music in that same way. So I think for me, somebody being like, Oh, I, this is my favorite movie or I hate this movie. And I'm like, okay, whoa, yeah, let's, let's like actually have a conversation about this versus if someone says I like Katy Perry and I go, cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Who doesn't like Katy Perry? I mean, no one. Teenage Dream is an amazing album, and if you don't think so, I will fight you. <laughs> I love her new stuff. Her new stuff is really good, too. I don't care. I like Katy Perry. I love Kesha. Like, we've talked uh, about that in here. Like, key key yeah. dollar sign, huh? No, who is no. Ke- the dollar who is, sign. We well, already talked about this. She's now Kesha, but key dollar sign, huh, is really where yeah, she, where she, uh. Well, key dollar sign, huh, had a guest spot on the new Kesha album. It's really cool, actually. She did, which is so great. We probably already talked about that. Just this this all yeah. sounds very familiar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Deja I, I Vu hope- I hope that us having the vinyl allows us to appreciate music more in that way. Like there have been times, it's been a long time since I've had this happen, but there, cause I don't really listen to music with super headphones anymore. Also yeah. Spotify, uh, the quality oh. of music is fucking horseshit. It's so bad. Like it really, it is really is. So... Um, but like, so like I... there, there have been times where like I would listen to an album and I, after listening to it, you know, a song for like five, six times. Cause back in, <laughs> The mid two thousands, when I was in high school, I would have like five CDs with me during the day, and that was what I was listening to, and I had to listen to those because that's all I had. Um, but like, I would listen to a song and be like, "Oh, I never heard the bass on this song before," and then I would like listen to the song, like paying attention to the bass line. And I hope I can start doing that again with like the record player and like having like that higher quality of music. Oh, my pin was you were talking about music quality, so. I, between listening it to music on Spotify and the fact that the speakers are blown out in my car, I have not listened to music in its, like, true form for, like, over a year. This isn't so even every, my final form. I was going to say that. Every once in a while, my my driver's side speaker, like, the, the wiring, like, shakes and it connects again, and I get, like, this, like, bass in my face. <laughs> I, That's the name of this episode, bass in my face. And I'm like, 
oh fuck that's what this song sounds like and then even going from spotify to a cd i go holy shit this sounds so different i, I was i've been missing all of this i like i've obviously been spoiled as like a child and even still as an adult from You're my an dad adult? i mean according to Air the government quote. i'm an adult but i don't act like one uh, but I've been spoiled by my dad having a, a really nice sound system. So I've always really appreciated, you know, lossless audio quality and like how good it sounds. And I appreciate a nice rack, according to Tiffany. Um, but like, there are some albums that I would, I can definitely highly recommend to you based off of just their sheer production value. Like, um, in terms of, in terms of recent albums, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, The Getaway, which is something that I think I talked about on the podcast when yeah, it came out. because it came out when we moved. Um, that has ridiculously good audio quality. The, the sound production for it is one of the best albums I've listened to ever. And another one is uh, Daft Punk's Random Access Memories. These are two, like highly well-produced albums that i would love to hear on vinyl i had random access memories in my hand uh it, a few I, days ago if you're into if like you're on the fence about getting it if if you actually really like the album highly highly recommend because um it is i would say the most well-produced album i've ever listened to it is a really really like visceral experience listening to it in its like lossless form i will have to uh potentially pick that up because Wait, like just it. solicited me in the chat he just asked if he could see my boobs what it was very offensive he privately messaged me in the chat and said can I, may can i see I, your boobs I can i see may. dwight's boobs may i may. see your boobs <laughs> Ooh, um, ah, I'm being attacked by a cat. Holy shit. Um, but yeah, it's it's yeah. always been fun, like growing up with a father that is, like I said, uh, <laughs> wow, shots fired to all those without fire fathers. Uh self-proclaimed audiophile. Yeah, growing up with a father is fun. We played catch in the backyard. Oh wow, my god. That's, that's so dark. Um, but like we used to have conversations even when I was like twelve or thirteen, before I really knew about music quality i was just like oh this song's cool um and he, he would want to talk to me about like oh did you notice this thing like we'd sit in front of his stereo and listen to it real loud and he'd like pause it and be like did you notice that and i'd be like no and then he'd like play it back and so like i feel like i got an ear for that sort of thing younger and now when i go through and listen to an album uh, especially like on like a physical cd i'm just like oh my god and then i'll go back and listen to it on spotify and i'll be like i don't hear anything it's like it's muted it's, it's um, still... it makes me feel better about my bitch yeah. at uh, spotify no you're then. right you, you are absolutely right spotify is not as as good as any sort of physical media i just threw in the in our chat uh npr has this really cool um audio training 
guides and things because they're really big into podcasting and that type of stuff. Um, and they're also public radio. So they're into like educating people. So I use a lot of their resources when I'm talking to my students about audio quality and audio issues, but they have this like quiz mm-hmm. um, about and I'd be curious, we don't have to do it now, but it'd be really interesting. But can you tell the difference between um, an uncompressed audio file and an MP3 and like all those different, like you don't think about like when you, ex- like when you export video, mm-hmm. sometimes you lose quality over time. But like, I never think about that with audio. Um, so it'd be really interesting to see if I can notice and if anybody notices differences yeah. in audio I mean, quality. It's going to be very if- funny because your audio is starting to fuck up as you're talking about this. <laughs> Stop it. No, is it really? Someone's is. Oh, Stop, is it mine? mine? I don't know who it is. It's definitely from one of you guys because I just muted and it went away. It might be my computer. Oh. Well, it's your, it's you. You suck. Because if neither of you guys can hear it. No, it I don't hear up. anything. I mean, Tiffany sounds a little weird right no, now. No, it's my cable. It's my cable. Okay. Um, All right, I fixed it. <laughs> One thing for me, like, I I do think that that test will be interesting, but it does matter how, the quality yeah. of, of how you're listening yeah. to it. That was, because, was, yeah. Because, like, listening to it on shitty headphones, everything will sound the same. Yep. But if yep. you're listening to it on anything even decently good, you should be able to tell some sort of difference. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, we have audio monitoring headphones that can be used for the... Uh, I, that, yeah, I have two pairs of them uh, in the house. So. I have some too. Mine are, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Mine are legit audio. I mean, ones. I would hope you can hear the difference, but they're not earbuds. I'll probably um, fail after just bragging about things. Yeah, so. that's why I want to do it and see what happens. Well, I'm gonna make it um, for you. I'm gonna play both of the same file, and so you'll just look like a fool. I love it. I have one more pin. I have one yeah, pin go later for it. after about you. music. I didn't know if we were winding. Down. I feel like we're winding down talking about music. Yeah, possibly. Um. I I just felt like the conversation was, but I wanted to plug my radio show. Yeah, I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna plug it plug it because I feel weird about because like those of you who know where to find it know where to find it but it's coming back. I don't want to because it's it's very like if I say what it is people will know where to find me and that creeps me out and I don't like it. Um, but I the college I work at has a radio station and I um, am doing another radio show this semester. Fridays at one. I'm really excited. So yeah, it comes back this week. This uh, week, September eleventh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I meant to bring this up um, earlier when I was talking about just like the idea of like cool, unique things being on vinyl. Uh, one of uh, a subculture oh. that I found in it that is really awesome is a lot of like old video game soundtracks or not even old, just video game soundtracks are being uh, put on vinyl right now. Um, Fan Gamer specifically has uh, Banjo Kazooie uh, soundtrack, uh, Stardew Valley. Um, they have all of Celeste. Like, there's mm-hmm. like three different versions of Celeste. I assume they're just different tracks. Like, one's called the well, B sides. So, one's the yeah, main... Celeste has A sides, B sides, and C sides. Yeah, farewell. Is that is that the C sides? The f- the farewell was the chapter nine, which was a DLC that was l- released way later, an add on chapter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's so, like that's really cool. Um, yep. and uh, both Mother and Mother Two have uh, vinyl re- releases. I know that's part of the reason why I even know about this site and this Just, stuff in general is because of Jeff. Yeah, Jeff I was gonna a, say Jeff must own the Mother. Oh soundtracks. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think he also owns Mother Three, which there was like a special printing of, like a Kickstarter wow. or something like that. Yeah, Jeff likes Mother. I also love the Mother series, but that's something that like. Once this banjo kazooie restocks, because like that was, I was looking at like that in the Halloween album, uh, before I bought my uh, the actual 
player. And now the Banjo Kazooie is sold out. So I'm like, once that comes back, though, mm, it's a four disc set. It's insane. Wow. Anyway, man, music's great. Music is great. I'm a big old music fan. Music is cool. Yeah, I like that we we just teased our next special episode, which will be, I mean, at the rate we're going, it'll be soon. It'll be like next yeah, week. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 70, 75. Look for that. Yeah, ep- episode 75 will probably be top five albums. That means episode 100 will probably be top five video games. If we ever make it to 100 before the earth explodes. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, I really hope we do. And on that note... <laughs> is there anything else anyone else wants to talk about? I feel like this has been a strong episode. I feel I like we, we've we gone long enough. I don't really yeah. want to... Uh, like, the next thing I had to talk about is pretty long, so... Hey, how is your dick doing? Oh! Uh, no, no, I, I said a... long. Oh. <laughs> well, it can be long and just not girthy. That's true. Yes, it was my... like a spaghetti noodle. <laughs> I have, a, I have a needle dick. It's like six feet long, but one micron thin. That's what it sounds like. Yep, it's it makes sounds. <laughs> just just swinging through the air, it like cuts the the air so much. It, it, it has its own sound effects, like a, like an anime sword cutting through the air. <laughs> one spaghetti noodle just flying through the air. Oh, is that a spaghetti? Oh no, that's just Alex's dick. Okay. Well, I this need, has been an episode of No <laughs> I need to play more of Ghost of Tsushima. Speaking of anime. But anyways, um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode of No Refunds. Um, my name is Dwight, and uh, Tiffany and Alex have joined me today. Uh, we would like to implore you to email us. We have not been receiving many emails, and I totally understand that, like, who gives a fuck, and you don't have to, but uh, if you want we to... We give a fuck. Yeah. We give a we fuck. We care. I don't want to make it sound like, please email us, okay. but well, if please, you please email, email yeah. us. If you don't want to do it, email us. Please, I'm begging you. Even uh, just to say hi. Or just to say fuck you. Like Yeah, if, or if, say fuck you. That works yeah, too. If you yep. want to tell me specifically to go fuck myself, write an email. I'm writing Ooh, an email. Okay. Just wait. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm writing an email. Um, so email us, norefundspodcast at gmail.com. Um, I have been moderately starting to kind of stream occasionally. So you can check us out at norefundspodcast at twitch.com. Um, that or twitch.tv twi- twitch, twitch. slash no refunds podcast. Um, that's been fun. Uh, I'm, I just recently started a Pokemon Fire Red randomizer Nuzlocke challenge, which is a mouthful to say, but if you know what it means, if you know what those specific words put together in that specific order <laughs> mean, you know it's a fucking great time. Uh, so a, it's a, been really a, fun. A better way of describing that would be a mouthful. Not like Alex's dick. Yes. Well, if you if you scrunch the needle noodle up, it can get one <laughs> full mouth needle. chew of a wiener. Um, <laughs> I imagine it's I like don't Play-Doh, wanna tr- when you guys played with Play-Doh like when you were your kids and like you just roll out of the piece of Play-Doh so it's really long and skinny. And Alex, the goal was to make it as long and as thin as you could before you it broke could. apart. Can you yes. confirm or deny this? Um, thank you to the hyper poster. I didn't want to go straight into that because that's very rude. Song, which is uh, currently playing right now. You're hearing it right now in your ears. 
hopefully it lost this audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I bought I bought it when I got it. So yeah, we have the raw. It's a real hopefully file. It lost um, audio. Goodbye. It's a wave file, not an MP3. Bye. Oh, is it? I didn't buy. We have a Instagram, no refunds podcast at Instagram.com. I'm the Instagram boy now. I haven't updated it. I taught Dwight how to add to his Instagram stories today, how to add uh, multiple pictures. It's great. Yeah. You should go look at my story right now. It's beautiful. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Boxcar children, boxcar children, boxcar children. Boxcar, 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 boxcar. Children, 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 children. Alex. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I say boxcar, you say children. Boxcar. So here I am. (laughs) Tiffany. Tiffany, when I say boxcar, you say children. Boxcar. What is happening? Boxcar. Children. Boxcar. (laughs) Children. Boxcar. Children. Hey, Brian, fucking enjoy that.